0: to Dad and Sons, your your number one podcast for... What what are we even about these days? Because sometimes we just straight up talk about like
1: penises. Bowsette, yeah.
0: Yeah, your number <laughs> one Bowsette fan appreciation station. Joining us this week are the regulars, the Matt Visual, oh, Hola. The Liam Edwards. Uh, gracias. <laughs> and... A special new, wonderful guest, Barry Kramer. Uh, Danada. Barry, <laughs> hi. You've you've been around the, the internet block a few times, so to speak. You've uh, you've you have uh you 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 have seen trends come and go, um, um, economies rise and fall, empires
2: crumble to ruin, and now you're here. <laughs> Why here? Well, I mean, I've already been on uh, Final Games, so it's all downhill from there. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I figure Ooh. It might Ooh. as well do take take the rounds, you know, see what else there is to see on the way down from the top of the mountain.
3: People don't realize I have Barry. I have Barry just locked in a cage. So whenever <laughs> I want to do a podcast episode, I just kind of like rattle some chicken in front of the cage and then pull him out, and then he's he's ready ready and willing to go. I haven't seen the sun in like three weeks.
2: What, what do you mean? We're right here. Yeah. Hi. We're in the same hey. room together. The Hello. sun, oh, wow. the sun. Yeah, Welcome yeah. nice. to, to our studio. Barry. Oh thank god! Oh, there's two suns. It's too bright.
0: So, <laughs> so I think I remember uh, Liam mentioning that that you actually regularly listen to to our show and 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 consider yourself someone who appreciates it, which is really funny to me. Because that just puts, like, such little degrees of, of, of separation between me and those
3: who, who inspire me. And in a weird way, inspire all of us. I mean, there's another, there's like another nth degree on top of that. Because, Barry, you're recording at Gerard's office now, right?
2: Currently, yeah. I'm temporarily working from Gerard's space. So, oh my and god, you
3: are also in Dodger's office, right?
2: Yeah, I'm temporarily working out of Dodger's office in Gerard's space, yes.
3: So... George, you (laughs) podcasted with Dodger last week. We've all come full circle. I podcasted with Barry. George and Matt, you used to do the Completionist TOVG podcast. Now (laughs) Barry's in their
2: office. It was fate. It really, this moment right now was a long time coming. And
3: I bumped into Gerard and Aaron last week at Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, so... It's all come full crazy circle. Conspiracy yeah. levels are at an all-time high. <laughs> I,
0: I think what we keep discovering is that professional networking is is a very real force in, in this little cottage industry of ours.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's so weird to me how 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 the Grumps keep coming back to intersect with me in some weird way. Like, they... Because they were like an inspiration of mine, kind of. I, I, I started my channel in 2012, right after the Grumps launched... And um kind of sort of wanted to, to follow up on on, on a bend that, that ego Raptor was doing with the sequel series that that felt like like a hole had been left behind when, when he went on to do the grumps and I sometimes just c- can't believe that that Aaron himself and people from that circle like my stuff as well it, it, it's extremely flattering to me
2: I, I find it very common in our cottage industry, as you so aptly put it that we're all kind of secretly fans of each other and just embarrassed yeah. other people like our stuff. That seems to be pretty common. I, I remember an episode
0: some fans linked me to of... Um aaron and and danny playing um breath of the wild and and aaron was like i was watching one of my favorite youtubers super bunny hop and he was complaining about how there's a full minute of dialogue you gotta mash through to get these orbs and dan was just like eh i got a minute and i was like oh my god what did i do jesus christ take it back
2: (laughs) and then you check that video and you have like 90 percent dislike bar and you're like oh god it's all no, coming no, down.
4: It just, just got
0: like a nice
2: <laughs> little boost. Yeah. The, the, real,
0: the real thing that worried me about that video is when I met a fan in person face-to-face at Momocon, and they said, George, great video, just don't try to do it all in rhymes again.
3: <laughs> so Matt, 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 how was your day? Wait, what? For the, for the, <laughs> for the normal people. How was your day? <laughs>
1: wait, 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 no, 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 it's, it's fine. I, I was, I was just listening to this, this nice conversation. Did,
3: have you made any Guild Wars videos Did recently? Did you see any dongers? Oh
1: my god, get the fuck out of here! Oh my god. <laughs> 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 there's a there's a couple devs that listen <laughs> still listen uh, to this Wait, show. Wait, wasn't
3: there like wasn't there a Reddit post in the Guild Wars 2 yes. subreddit like where's yes. Matt Visual gone?
1: <laughs> and and someone posts he went to go get a real job.
0: <laughs> I mean, are they wrong?
1: They're not wrong. <laughs> There's something called health insurance that's very, very useful. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking
3: of, speaking of, leaving and uh, you know, moving on to new pastures. Barry, how's how's your new your new ventures treating you?
2: I I I I have uh, personal health insurance instead of company health insurance. So let's talk about health insurance. Is that more or less expensive than I don't know because. I'm paying for it directly now, so I I actually have no idea.
1: It it could be cheaper sometimes. Sometimes. Probably.
2: I I, I got one of those
0: those silver-tier Obamacare plans, but since I live in the state of Georgia, I don't get as much tax credit as if I lived in a blue state. So it's still like a good... uh, I don't want to say the exact number. There's three digits in the number, but... I yeah. I can't, like, figure out how to, how to sort doctors by review. I can't figure out how to, like, preview the price of the goods and services I'm signing up to beforehand.
3: Like, literally any other industry. Ah! I can't tell you how much pain and how much I'm... The only time I have missed the UK more than anything is having to have paid for my first ever health insurance here in Japan.
0: How does it work in Japan?
3: Well, it's kind of the same as America, but you pay like a national health insurance to the government, which
0: is supposed to be cheaper.
3: Well, like, I don't know. It's still like is it two hundred plus dollars, but yeah, a month. Uh, yeah, a month the same. But oh, coming mm. from the UK, where we have a national health service, where you don't pay anything, you can choose to pay for private health care if you want. But coming from the UK to them paying this, it hurt, man. It hurt. I I I think I
0: think the, 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 the problems arise when when you get into this um income based tax credit thing where where you, you can get caught between, like, whatever line my state of Georgia here considers poverty versus whatever line my state of Georgia here considers enough disposable money to to spend on, on health care consequence-free. And I, I'm, I'm in between those two zones. Well, at least I was the year I signed up for it, which changed, you know, drastically last August. But I gotta fill that out again in January and see what my new price tag is. And I expect it to be a lot higher than it was last year.
3: Yeah, I feel you. It's it's fun. Maybe you can buy video games with the with the spare money. So welcome, <laughs> Barry. Wow. What
2: I mean, welcome. I a podcast is called Dad and Sons. I think some fatherly, sonderly advice. Yes, you yes. know, yes, Barry. It's true. There, there comes true. a time.
0: You're, you're you're about to be a grown man now. Soon, you're you're about <laughs> to get 26 years old. You're gonna have to buy your own health insurance. We are gonna have to cut you off. I'm sorry, but that's just the rules. That's the lay of our land. And honestly, mm-hmm. I've I've been looking at your work lately. You can do it. I think you can. So I'm gonna um <clears throat> mail you a, an information packet. I'm gonna include some of our like favorite snacks from back in the day too. But mm. but it'll have some instructions to to help you out get
2: started on that. And
0: are there um, snacks in the
2: package or just descriptions of the snacks?
3: Descriptions of the snacks with, okay. p- with like, PNG photos of them. Well,
2: they were PNGs saved as a JPEG, so they have this, like, awful border around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that
3: horrible black border. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you I, my, know.
0: My favorite are, like, the little bits of white pixels when, <laughs> when someone forgets to, like, erase the outline around <laughs> the that's, PNG. That's not transparent enough. Well, when you
3: think you have a transparent one, but actually it has, like, the black and white hexagon background, and, the, the, and it just carries over, and you're like, Ah, oh, someone just screenshotted this transparent picture with this background. Ah, oh, fuck them. hmm So,
0: Barry. Hey. What have, what, have, what have you been up to? Are there any anecdotes you would like to share with the world here on our worldwide, global, popular platform? The Dad and Sons, the Bunny Hop podcast, um, the, 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 the best garbage cast this side of the Chattahoochee.
3: There's something <laughs> I, sh- I want to jump straight into with Barry. Barry! Hey. You finished Metroid other the Rem.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. I just, I just, I just streamed it. Well, okay, so I, I've been streaming a lot. Um, and I recently purchased a Framemeister XRGB Mini, which is basically a very fancy little box that makes it easy to more or less plug and play older consoles, uh, through HDMI. Uh, so it makes it easy to capture and, uh, stream stuff. So, I, the only console I had... On my possession uh, that's older than HDMI is the Wii, uh, which has a GameCube. Because I have a PS3, which is back compatible to PS2 and PS1. Because I got the the MGS4 bundle PS3, which is the last PS3 that had PS2 emulation in it. Oh, is that like the 60 gigabyte fat one or whatever
3: it was? It was, I think,
2: 80 gigs. So it's like the biggest hard drive and lets you have all three consoles in one. But I need to figure out how to... I need to figure out how to capture that, but basically, so I was like, "Oh, I have my Wii. I have basically a GameCube as well in f- beautiful 480p. What game should I play?" And <laughs> I, for some reason, so I never, I've played almost every game in the Metroid series, but never, never other M. So I, I dove down that rabbit hole, and it was bad. It was so bad. How bad is it? I finished it, and then I did the optional content. Wh- why? Because I. I don't, I don't know, because I finished the game and when the credits were rolling, and people were like, "You're not done, you're not done," and I was like, "This is why I hate streaming," because I could have just walked away and never known that there was post game content. Um, but uh, I, I, well, I, I, I beat it because I wanted to know how deep the rabbit hole went. I, everyone always focuses on like, oh, this game has a terrible narrative. It destroys Samus as a character. It's super misogynistic. Uh, it's, it's infantilizing towards Samus for no reason. Uh, But the game itself isn't that good either. A lot of people were saying when I started, like, oh, it's good if you just take out all the stuff that's Metroid about it. If you skip the cutscenes. If you skip the cutscenes and and forget that you're playing a Metroid game that's supposed to have exploration, um, it's it's, it's fine. Like, the combat's fine. And it's okay, but I don't know. Like, it came out a couple years earlier, but Metal Gear Rising just did everything it's trying to do better in terms of how the combat works. That's, like, my closest analog in my brain, where... The combat. Yeah. It's, I mean, the, in Metroid Other M, it has this big emphasis on uh, doing these elaborate finishers where you, like, jump on top of someone's head with a charged up beam and the camera swoops around. It's all dramatic and you blow their brains out. And, and, and it's like, the Zaibatsu moves from, <laughs> from Revengeance? I think it was Zendatsu. It's been a while. I think that, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like those dramatic finishers, except the, the chopping them up is right and is interactive. So it's more enjoyable than just watching the same cutscene over <laughs> and over. And also in, in Rising Revengeance, uh, which is still my favorite subtitle, I think, of all time. Um, yes. You, you, you're you constantly having to parry enemies, and you have to, like, time it. And I think you hit the attack button and, like, back on the analog stick, whatever it is. It, it has, like, a pretty narrow window. You have to sort of learn the rhythm, and the enemies have this really big tell. It's a big bright red flash that's like, you should probably parry oh, now.
0: Oh. Like the bright red plus sign. What bright red plus sign? In in Revengeance, before enemies attack, there would be this big like plus sign. Yeah, it's like the a
2: screen. big like lens flare, like Pah. yeah. I guess yeah. it's a plus sign. Um, well, it's like a intersecting
0: vertical.
3: Yeah, what, I, what I do on. like about it, the the Metroid finishes. What are they called? Like the lethal strikes or whatever they are.
2: I don't. I don't remember. Like, Samus yes. always
3: looks like she's doing like a triple H headlock. Power bomb. Oh yeah. On them? It's, it's it's like so weirdly weird. no more
2: heroes. It's I don't know. Um But yeah, basically with with uh with Rising, you sort of get this rhythm and it's very gamey, right? They give you this very obvious tell, like this is when you should do this thing. In in other M, it's just based off of like you've done enough damage to the enemy, and then they just sort of go into like a stun animation. Which on the one hand, that's not inherently bad, like You have to learn to look at the enemies. But the camera does you no favors. It's kind of got this 2.5D perspective. It's kind of to the side of the action. So if you have more than two dudes you're fighting, you're just lost in this shuffle of nonsense. And it's not always obvious when an enemy is able to be taken out. You can't just shoot them till they die, but it sometimes takes forever. I don't know. It's it's just... I know I've just gotten a weird, like, two-minute-long tangent about how it's just, like, not... A good game without really explaining you know, why it's it not a good game, but reviewed really
3: just, well. Did it? Did yeah. it? Yeah, really? yeah, like yeah, like Eurogamer and Edge gave it like an eight out of ten. I remember IGN gave it like an eight point five. Uh, I think The Wire mean, gave it like nine out of ten. Gamespot oh gave it an eight point five out of ten. Like so it reviewed it, pretty well.
2: It came out in twenty ten, which is pretty late in the Wii's life cycle—not the ant- like tail end exactly, but decently far along. And there's a lot of sequences in Other M that are very quote-unquote cinematic, like least of all these finishers, but there's multiple sequences where Samus walks real slow, and the camera goes right over her shoulder, and you're holding up to just sort of walk down a hallway, and then a cutscene oh, plays. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> and at the time, that must have been like, whoa, Nintendo's making the Gears of War. This is amazing. <laughs> but in twenty in 2018, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just let me yeah. play Metroid and, and go down the hallway I want to go down. Like, I tried to sequence break some stuff, and I got one uh, upgrade out of order that's like... like, It's just... It's bad for a Metroid game. It's bad as a game. I don't know. It, it's It what was is, a very what, frustrating experience. And that's even not even getting at... into the weird like, misogyny part of it where it's just... Uh, it's, it, gets, it gets messy.
3: What's even weird about Metroid Other M is that it was literally directed and produced by Sakamoto. Yes. Like, the guy who did yes. Super Metroid. Yeah. I don't know how it ended up the way it did. And this was like his first Metroid after... Zero Mission, I think, the last one. He didn't, like, yeah. touch Metroid Prime or anything. Like, this was, like, his return to the franchise with, you know, Team Ninja, but the less said about Team Ninja, the better. <laughs> yeah, but, I was
0: about to say, I feel like there's more Team Ninja in that game than, he's than any the, He's still the director
3: like, and producer of the in-house. game. Yeah, it's very... And he's it, on it's Nintendo very Team EPD Ninja, but... side, so he's the, yeah. he would be the boss. Like whatever said. I wonder said if went. that
2: if that disconnect actually led to what's so weird about that game, where you had Sakamoto maybe working out of Nintendo, just like calling Team Ninja twice a week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. That's that's what I'm picturing. The the fucking
3: Nomura way of working.
2: <laughs> yeah, but basically, long story short, it's a miserable experience. Go play it.
0: Wait, why do I have to play it if it's a miserable
2: experience? To experience what's so broken about it.
0: I can't believe that the primary point of reference for other games that that you're comparing to Metroid: Other M is Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. <laughs> 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 it's just so weird that, I, that that Metroid is comparable to like Metroid, which is like a slow, atmospheric buildup of, of soaking in the environment and getting spooked out by 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 creepy alien corridors Metroid's that you backtrack over. Revengeance is not. Revengeance is like. Yeah, yeah,
4: then, yeah, yeah. There's,
2: there's, there's parts of Metal Gear Rising that are a bit slower, if I remember. There's a couple hold up to walk slowly forward scenes. Yeah,
0: they yeah they they have a few of those disguised loading screens. But yeah.
2: They're, but they're, they're like three percent of the yeah. experience. Yeah, that's like twenty five percent of the experience here. uh- uh-huh. It's just a mess. It it's a mess in literally every aspect. I mean, it 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 runs very smoothly despite the loading times. Um and and that the, like the controls are better than they should be. You know, you you play the game with the Wiimote sideways like in the the NES controller oh, configuration. Yeah, I
3: forgot about huh? that. Yeah, um, I forgot it does that weird And
2: and so they lock the the four, you know, like left, right, up, down of the D-pad to the rooms you're in. All the rooms are sort of you know, they they shuffle the camera around, but you know if you press left, you're gonna go left. You're not like gonna like, bump into a wall. Um, so it it feels like a weird. It feels like an alternate universe where Metroid Prime didn't happen, and they're like, how do we bring a Metroid game to the third dimension? Well, we just sort of make it <coughs> two and a half D, and sometimes you hold up, um, <laughs> but then you go into first person by pointing the Wii at the screen, and and that just uh, it just it does. I mean. I'm playing this off of a com- computer monitor and I have the Wii sensor bar like two feet away from me, if that. Um, and people are telling me, no, 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 even in, in ideal circumstances it feels really awkward. Because there's like, literally there's times where you have to switch back and forth between them during a fight and it just feels like you're doing gymnastics with your hands. It's, it's fascinating. I'm obsessed with this game now. I, I don't know how to get it out of my brain. Play it huh. again. Uh Yeah. Hundred percent. That's the only way to be like sure. I finished with like thirty-eight percent completion. So they really, <laughs> it basically, you have to beat the game in order to play it as a Metroidvania. After you beat the game, they go. Now you can go wherever you want. The entire experience is linear, and they railroad you down specific paths. And there's no overlap. They go, go up this elevator. Now come back down to the hub. Now go up this elevator. There's you. You never get an experience in that game to go. All right, I'm gonna go see what's over here for a while. And now go over here. It's it's bizarre. I'm done. How are you guys doing? <sighs> yeah, what's up? Hi. Happy to be here. What's what's how are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Looking at the outline, it seems like we all got some kind of problem we wanna talk about and <laughs> it's been a rough sort week. out. It that uh, evidently.
3: I mean um, I need the, an intervention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Liam, your your section looks deadly.
3: I I have a I have a problem.
0: Liam, you've been a good son to me all these years. I, I I respect your 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 work, <laughs> and I I want to help you through this. Um, what's what's troubling you, son? There's,
3: there's three of you today. I feel like I, I feel like with the three of you, I can do. Okay, this.
0: let's 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 help you through this. I
3: mean, I've already okay. done it, but this is like preparation for next September. Oof. So, I like what you guys call the game of soccer. Okay? I'm English.
1: Footy? You mean soccer, right?
3: I mean that... I mean the real football. You know? The one where the you Queen's actually football.
1: use... The football. Soccer. Y- the
3: one where you actually use your you feet. Use your feet? Oh, no. Yeah, ball. you know? The one where you actually kick <laughs> the ball every time to play the game. Hence, it's called football. Not where you run with it in oh. your hands. What? Yeah. The in other the
2: football. One. Yeah, the one where you carry the ball mostly. Sometimes you carry football. Football. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Football. God, it pains me to say that. Yeah, so I like soccer. So every year when September rolls around, I do the nasty. And I once a year? Yeah, once a year.
1: You play you play FIFA? Since, Since when?
3: like, I don't know, 94?
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: How are you guys just learning this?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Because it's
3: a... I don't know. Because like it a, is like, like a, a secret. dark secret. That, you know, I, I play JRPGs. Some I guilty am pleasure. the definition of a hardcore gamer, says the internet. <laughs> How could I have variety in my gaming palettes?
0: fucking pisses me off how uh, the quote unquote hardcore gamers have such an extremely limited view of their medium anyways continue
3: yeah so basically I bought the new FIFA that came out the other day because you know for whatever reason they changed the kits of the teams I want to play with the new kits the new uniforms if you know what kit is you uh, I I did it for those that don't know (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uniforms. <it. laughs> jersey Uniforms. <laughs> 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 it's uniform. It's called kits in football. Soccer. God damn it. Alright. But I don't know if you guys Just know call this, it football.
2: Right? Billions of people call it football and there's like a couple hundred million they're like, no.
3: Yeah, that's true. Call it football. It's fine. So, okay, so I have a problem and I buy it every year. Uh, to be fair, I do play it. It's like my guilt game that I turn on every now and again when I'm kind of like done with playing other games right but there's there's something that has been like driving me crazy this week while playing it i don't know if you guys know but it has this mode in it called the journey
2: sounds like a campaign
3: do, do you know about this do, do yeah. any of you know about this no i know we all tune out when no. ea are on stage at e3 i know mm-hmm. we all tune out but this yep. is kind of what they focus on really heavily what makes so, it such a journey well, for the past three years, they've had like a story mode in a sports game, which which I don't think I've seen.
1: Oh like my Gambit! I haven't 8K. seen yeah.
3: it
0: done elegantly. Did, did Spike Lee direct it? <laughs> I, uh, so this is the weird thing, right? Because like M- it's 8K. essentially like
3: an RPG cuz you Wait, what? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so you upgrade <laughs> your 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 football player's stats, right? So the idea is in this it started out you played as a guy called Alex Hunter, which is the most English name ever.
0: Oh my god.
3: And you were like then progressing to play for one of the top teams in England. So like in the top football league. And, like, that was the first game in, in FIFA 17. And then 18, I didn't play that one because I bought the Switch version, which didn't have it because it was a watered-down port. But f- fuck that. So this year I bought the PS4 one. And then I was, like, it recapped on the story. And all of a sudden it had three different characters in it. Are there main characters? Three main characters that in a GTA 5 style switch, you switch between now and again. (laughs) Right? And what I don't understand about this mode is this mode has better animation, has better moral choices, better stat, like, attributes that make a difference than... Mass Effect Andromeda, the last EA game with Frostbite.
2: <laughs> to be fair, that's kind of a low bar.
3: I mean, yeah, it's a low bar, but we're talking about Ooh. we're talking about a soccer game, Barry. <laughs> yeah, we're talk- that, we're that talking about a soccer game that, that has uh, We're talking about a soccer game that has intense drama in it. T- like more cutscenes than Kojima would know what to do with. I haven't played. And it has God. Like an are you actual, sitting there for like, like two hours? Yeah, no, you're like every time are, are, you play a match, after it, there'll be a cutscene.
0: Is it gonna be like a slideshow about how the Patriots are rigging the matches and you no, gotta no, no, uncover no. the conspiracy?
3: <laughs> Rum football, but the, the cutscenes are fully oh, voiced, fully animated. I didn't even notice it myself. In the Frostbite engine and everything. And like they like the first chapter takes place in Tokyo because they go on what's called a preseason tour to, like, different countries where they play in front of, you know, crowds that don't usually get to watch these games. So they're, they're in Tokyo, and they've, like, fully modeled, like, Tokyo in the background, the whole skyline and everything, and they've modeled it for, like, just two cutscenes.
2: So what you're and telling like, me is, is, like, the common complaint where they're just repackaging the same game every year and just swapping out some assets? They yeah, took no, their like, development got, budget like, and we're like, I mean, well,
3: we might as well do something. Like, what what do you guys call, like, like daytime drama TV? Like, we call it soap operas. Yeah, Yeah, like Soap. soap operas. Yeah, like soaps, yeah. Like, it's basically like a football soap. Right, that you're playing through with the three different characters who all have these intense storylines like the main guy Alex Hunter he's like become a superstar and now he's super distant from his family and he's like he's surrounded by people who want his money and all this kind of thing and then there's like his best friend who like is a not so good football player whose brother is an asshole who plays for like one of the top teams so he's trying to live up to his like brother's like Standards like in true anime shonen style, and then oh my god, lo and behold, the main character Alex Hunter, who, by the way, is a black guy, Matt, representation, yo, of course, right? Oh, oh he snap. has a Whoa, step sister. The game who is American, who his dad, like, fucked off to go, like, fuck an American girl, had a white girl sister. So, there is, like, this, like, younger girl who's, like, a soccer player who didn't know her brother was a soccer player, and there's all this drama going on. And it's in FIFA, and I- I ask, because I can't quite figure out, who is this for? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm looking at the cutscenes now on YouTube, and yeah, they're like way fancier. Than they are way fancier. I, I like, was expecting. Like,
3: all I've heard from people who regularly buy FIFA is no one touches this mode. Because like, why? Why would you? Why would you buy a soccer game to to not play soccer? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking
0: at footage of FIFA 19, and it's a family arguing at a dinner table. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: Are there QTEs? Is it like like press no, X to the, yell at like your that. father? So
3: so like. It has moral choices like Mass Effect. It has these, every time you, there's like a pivotal decision in the story, you can choose either like, the cool option, which is, you the know, paragon the, the paragon, the and then you, you can choose the hot-headed one, which is the renegade, but you can choose a neutral, <laughs> balanced one. And each one influences different things, so like, if you, que- if you choose the cool option, you'll impress like, the team manager, and he might like, pick you for the team. If you choose like, the fiery option, you'll get more followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a soccer a game, so you're
2: going to pick the version that helps you in the soccer game.
3: I know, right? Why would but you pick you the Twitter follower people... What? It's a soccer game. No, 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 game. because if you have more people on Twitter, you make more money because you get more brand deals.
0: What? So you have to juggle between <laughs> like being an asshole... It's like a YouTube stream. You have to... So, so what you're saying is you're juggling the the conflicting goals of being an asshole on social media for the publicity versus being polite to your handlers for keeping your job versus being yeah. polite to your family for keeping yourself sane.
3: Yeah. That sounds... Yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's... That's life. That is life. And it's like, it's... Okay, I will admit, obviously, a lot of research has gone into this, so a lot of it is, like, what actual soccer players have to go through and kind of contractual decisions you don't get to see and kind of the pressures of being, like, a famous sports player who has to perform every week. It's really intriguing from, like, a fan perspective. But in terms of, like, a game... Although it's fun for me because I love wacky shit in, like, sports games. Like, Mario Strikers is the best soccer game ever made. Like, you take, like, a normal sport and you just fucking play with it. Turns out great. So for me, this kind of thing is weird and wonderful. But overall, like, it is boring. You don't do anything (laughs) really apart from play the skill games to max out your stats. And then now and again you get to play in a game. Wait, what are the skill games?
2: Sorry, you you, you said that's like an RPG thing, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, because every time you, like, make decisions or you do well in a match, you get, like, attribute points that you put into, like, skills that make your stats go higher. That is... And then on top of that, you can do these skill games, which is, like, FIFA's way of teaching you how to play the game, like, at a more in-depth level. Like, using the control combinations to do through-passing or crossing or, like, calling players to make runs and stuff like that like any other sports game but they they hide them in like these mini games called skill games that you can like get scores at so in in the journey they call it training so it's like the player turns up to training every day and you just do skill games so you're just doing this over and over again to max like out your stats and you can get a different ranking on each and like if you get like a really good ranking you get picked for the first 11 you get picked in the team but if not then you end up as being like a substitute and you have to wait your turn so
2: Wait, but then when you play a game, are you actually sitting on the sidelines watching a virtual game?
3: You can do. Oh, my God. you can God. just simulate it and skip so to the part immersive. where you come on. Wow. That sounds awesome. It is kind of cool it, when you're like... Because what happens is, I will admit, one thing I do like about this is when you're playing a normal game of FIFA, you're obviously playing as all of the 11 in the team. So you right. change the you're player. swapping
2: between who you're playing. Yeah, you're swapping
3: between the players to rotate them. And you don't really care who has the ball or whatever, you're just like, focused on where it's going to go. So there are two options in the journey where you could play as just that specific player, so then you have an AI team, and you have to be in like the correct position, you have to try and get the ball, and when you've got the ball, you, you don't want to lose it because you get ranked out of 10, and you can see your score go up and down in the top corner based on the actions you're doing live in the game. Or you can play as all 11, but then your guy has, like, a star above his head, so you know it's him all the time.
0: Yeah, that sounds more fun.
3: So I play that way, and then every time I'm trying to play, I'm so pressured on, like, giving the ball to that specific player, even if he's not in a good position. I'm always trying to give it to him so he'll get a good score. Oh my god. But that negatively affects how good I am at the game, because I'm always passing to this one person who, whether he's in the correct position or not, I'm just like, give it to him! That's actually
0: really, really interesting, because isn't that, like, kind of sort of a a problem with, like, teamwork that develops in real life and real soccer teams, when just one player on the team becomes some superstar? Everyone's like, oh, we better give the the yeah, ball yeah, yeah. to, to uh, Jordan.
3: And it is really intriguing because all three of the characters play in the same position. How could you not think, about, think of a name? Because I'm not good with names. How could names? you not think of a name?
1: You, you got Shaq, you got Kobe, you got Pippin. Pippen. Like,
2: <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Pippen. You don't know Scotty Pippin? Fine. Okay, let's
3: all pass our ball to, to Sir Cumblestock's Pippin. Scotty Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> Mary passes to Pippin. Pippin back to Mary. Shot
0: athlete, superstar, um, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know. I can't come up with names on the fly like that. (laughs) Names are precious, individual, special
3: things.
1: (laughs) You don't watch anything. (laughs) Uh. You couldn't even finish My Hero Academia. You couldn't even finish that that one season why not i
0: got up to like eight episodes they kind of started to feel you did not watch three more episodes you did not i just saw the movie (laughs) oh my god there's a movie now i gotta watch someday
2: yeah well it's not it's not important it's just fun yeah just like the just like the anime and the manga it doesn't matter but it's fun
3: i have a real problem liking anime movies based on series that are ongoing because it's like you're watching a story that either doesn't exist or has no bearing on anything whatsoever, and it almost feels pointless watching it. Yeah. It,
2: as, as a very casual Dragon Ball Z fan, it's always bothered me that all the movies aren't canon,
3: because then yeah, I'm just like, yeah. what's I the point? That. What's yeah. the like point? Probably being obviously the biggest one.
2: There's no stakes, or you're going to kill everyone, and then there doesn't matter because in the show they're fine. I I just
3: It bothered me about One Piece movies all the time. It would just be two hours of filler.
2: It's the same thing where it's not canon. Like
3: yeah, like in the story they'll be sailing to a certain place and then they'll be like, "Okay, well, we're going to we're going to make that last a little longer so we can insert this movie where, you know, while they're sailing to a place in the actual series, they can then get stranded on this other island on their way there and then we can have a movie on that island and right. it's just filler cuz inevitably wow. they're going to continue on with their journey.
2: Yeah, like literally in
3: FIFA 19 by their- <laughs>
2: I actually had a thought while you're talking about FIFA. Do they still do that gimmick where you can scan in your face with your webcam and then they just plaster <gasps> it onto a 3D face? I please, please, wish.
3: Please, please. No. Please. Oh. No, I wish oh. I did that in the NBA game, the one that came out when the PlayStation 4 came out, and that was amazing.
2: I never bought a game that used it and it actually worked well, but oh, it was the best.
3: I yeah. I did it for the NBA. What was it? I guess when the PS4 launched, it was like 20 14, so, I guess it's MBA 2K14, maybe, or 13. But Something that like had that. like a scan, scan your face in, and you could use your mobile phone. Or even, even better. better. <laughs> so, you could use your phone and then like take a picture and then send it to EA's website and it would scan it in. And it was just like me, like a six foot eight giant monstrous version of me. and and,
0: and was the face like this weird warped monster on the back of the person's head
3: do do you know what i actually i you guys talk because i think i have a picture of it on facebook that i'm gonna try and find now oh my god i mean you say you guys
0: talk i have a picture of it but i'm scrolling through google image search results of rainbow six vegas
3: face scan and they are all monsters where are... I, but this one was, like, actually pretty good, from what I remember. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh,
2: yeah. Rainbow Six Vegas face skin gives you some good results. Yeah, yeah. Is that Did, Kevin do you see Spacey? The face skin. The do, you
0: see, do you see the one that looks like a
3: weird... Oh there's like, one that's like actually missing
0: mouth guy. Yeah, I see. Oh the, my god, I found my own
3: Star Wars old Republic character. Yeah. That's the, in the, I, I think the second
0: is my favorite though.
2: In the second row in the middle, there's a just a baby. Someone scanned their baby. <laughs> 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 and it actually looks kinda it's a high resolution photo. It it's like they're bald, it it looks good. Yeah. Seeing
0: a like suited wow. up Commando SWAT guy like With a baby face <laughs> It makes it look like an alien Like a Mass Effect alien is breaching And clearing Tom Clancy's Breach hole here
3: Well it's certainly yeah, breaching it's and clearing something Obviously the baby's
1: face have to be on the smaller head But, that, but the head is just too big Oh but he should picture, have a tiny so head
3: it just stretches out He should the have, have a tiny head like the,
2: yeah. the Goombas from the Mario movie But <laughs> <laughs> it has a little baby head <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like Deadpool with the baby hands, but he's got a baby head.
1: Oh, God.
3: Oh, just before we switch over, I started playing a game called Time Spinner that Matt, I think you would enjoy.
1: Time, Time what? Spinner. Time Spinner? Yeah, it's spinner. like a brand
3: new Metroidvania it's Very
1: close to Meat Spinner. Let's we'll see. It- they keep coming out. It's kind oh, of, based, yeah.
3: it's kind of like Chrono. Not well. It's nothing like Chrono Trigger. Only in time elements. It's it's definitely though a lot like Symphony of the Night. I've seen
0: this. I'm I...
3: about three hours in. It's pretty good so far. It's a little bare bones in terms of like level design and stuff. But in terms of like the character and the combat, you use these like magical orbs, and you can you have one in your left hand and one in your right hand, and you can mix and match between multiple different orbs that all have different variations, and then you can get, like, amulets that allow you to do specific powers with the orbs and mix and match them, and then you have, like, little animals that follow you and do combat, and then you can also pause time, so there's, like, all these different elements on top of each other. Make oh, it pretty it's good. it's by Chucklefish. Uh, it's hmm. published by Chucklefish, yeah. I think it was a Kickstarter a couple of years ago. Oh, Chucklefish. Yeah. Well, that's
2: neat. She, she froze time during a boss and actually jumped on top of the boss to, like, get out yeah, of the corner.
3: So it's kind of unique because you freeze time but you can't attack enemies... While they're frozen. So it's like you use it to dodge enemy attacks or you use it to like make bosses hit into other things. Or like there'll be gaps where you can't jump. So you have to freeze kind of like the ice beam in Metroid and then use the enemies mm. as like platforms to jump across and stuff. Looks it's pretty neat. unique. It's it's good so far. I, I, I'm enjoying it. What platforms it's on? PS4, PC and PlayStation Vita. Oh, no Switch yet? Well, Blue are still making Vita games. Wow, people uh, got Kickstarter reward things to fill, haven't they? <laughs> I guess that explains it. Then. <laughs> I don't think it would be on there otherwise.
0: I'm I'm intrigued. I need something to play on my Switch though, and I'm about to start Hollow Knight, and I'm wondering if I might get Metroidvania out Ooh. after Hollow Knight. But but this, is, I mean, this time looks This like seems jam.
3: like We've spoken a lot about Metro. I mean, it's not our fault that everyone just keeps releasing the same fucking type well, of genre of If game. they're good, then sure, let's keep playing them. Yeah, but compared to, compared to the other ones that we've spoken about, like Chasm and stuff, this one is a lot better.
2: Did you guys play The Messenger? The yeah. Messenger, no. Yeah. I, I yeah. played it because uh, uh, Gerard did a completionist on it where out of his usual format, he starts the video saying, Buy this game and play it. Like don't even wait till the end of the video. Just buy this game and play it. It's Did you um,
3: did you like it?
2: I enjoyed it a lot. It's one of my favorite games of the year.
3: Wow. Nice. Um it's it, it's really <laughs> I did not enjoy it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I went on a massive rant a couple of episodes ago about how the bosses in that game. Oh stuff. it's that what's, game. what's your problem with yeah. that?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't want to get on this tangent too long, but I'm I'm curious.
3: Um, so, I think most things I've seen so far, people agree that, like, the first few hours of that game are really boring. Like, the level design is really, really simple, and, like, the good gimmicks of the game don't kick in until, like, a good four or five hours in?
2: That's mostly true, but even the simple, like, slash a thing to get a second jump, that stays interesting. Throughout the yeah, entire but my problem with
3: that is they don't use it enough. There's no like platforming challenge. They only use it as like an optional thing. There's a couple for... times
2: it's semi-required, yeah, but so I would you're, mostly you're agree reaching, with you there. you're
3: reaching, though, Barry. You're yeah. reaching. You know. No, what I, I, mean, I agree though.
2: they could have used it more. It was still I'm like yes, I'll take more the messenger. That's how I'm treating that nitpick. Yeah. And then you
3: know? um, I felt like the bosses sucked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the bosses sucks. They, they, they largely did. There's a couple. Fun See, ones, thank but, you,
3: thank you. Someone else who agrees with me. So many yeah. YouTube comments were like, "Fuck you, the bosses I'm are fine." It's you a just suck. I'm like, no. Game,
4: but
2: no, They I overall they thought the it was very fun. It, it, it's the it's. I I streamed the messenger as well, and I had this really weird experience where it, in seeing screenshots and even watching Gerard's video on it, it looks really like indie pixel art, generic. Like it doesn't look very unique or interesting but once you oh, get your like hands on it yeah
3: it I would, does but I would it doesn't say play when it kicks at all into like, it. like the the 16 bit stuff it looks really nice but
2: i think even before then the 8 bit stuff it, it kind of strikes a shovel knight balance where it's like better than yeah. any 8 bit hardware could ever do um but i think the soundtrack really carries it that soundtrack is so
3: good the soundtrack is pretty bitchin
2: Okay, We're, we agree on that front. Okay, I don't want you to repeat what you've said in an earlier podcast. It's but okay thank you. because
3: I'm now sending you all <laughs> the photo of me scanned into uh, the basketball.
2: Nice mustache.
3: That actually <laughs> looks really good.
1: That. Is that what you used to look like? Yeah, because that doesn't. I mean, compare doesn't it doesn't to my like Discord you, photo. This is a more
3: yeah, handsome. Where's the, man. where's the
1: mustache? Whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's very classy,
1: aristocratic.
0: Mustache.
3: I mean to be fair, for it's that mustache, 2014 man. technology of scanning my face in.
2: I mean that, that that that's that does not look like a photo plastered onto a 3D model. That looks like a 3D model. Yeah. That's impressive to me.
0: It it looks like a beautiful, handsome gentleman. Yeah.
3: Well, I'd let him be my yeah. dad or my son. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if I'm being insulted or complimented. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know what it is from you, Matt. <laughs> it looks effective
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so speaking of you matt oh me uh yeah you've you've been quiet
1: what have you been up to i uh hmm mm well a, a little bit of last week but but i did i I'll touch on it briefly <laughs> um what
3: are you gonna briefly I played, touch um He's gonna touch on the fact that he's you know, a giant nerd. Don't
1: judge me. Don't judge me. Wait, wait, no, no, not that.
3: <laughs> don't judge me too much. But but I
1: I, I dipped my toe into some Maple uh, Story oh. too. Like, you, you didn't. <laughs> even
0: worse? I don't know what's worse. Like bringing out your ponykin role playing character, or bringing up the fact that you're dipping your toe into Maple Story. Maple
3: Story too. Maple Story. <laughs> Is it two thousand three? It came, no, this is the truth. I, do, it came I out don't out know one. what. Matt, how do you get there though? <laughs> like, what did you possibly see that made we, you want to go? Do you know what? That's for me. That's for me. It looks yeah, like Trump is the it,
0: president. D- d- rapists are getting nominated to the Supreme Court. Matt's playing Maple Story. What the hell's happening in the world? <laughs> wait, 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 wait,
1: wait! It looks like good casual fun, and you know, just like let me give it a try. I really, really enjoyed Maple Story One back in the days. You know oh, yeah, that that's that cash social aspect really fun. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. That didn't happen until Ugh. after Big right, Bang right, Update. Right, okay? Oh shit, us,
0: it had a Big bang, bang Update. Teach us, Dad. Te- te- give us a lecture <laughs> on financial responsibility <laughs> in Maple's story, alright? I'm just watching the trailer oh and I'm just oh
3: like, I cannot.
1: I knew this as well. I was going
3: to get to through No, no, no. <laughs> Do- go ahead. Go ahead. Lay it out on us. I'm watching the trailer, it- right? And I actually could never, even though he's told us he's playing it, I can't imagine Matt sitting there enjoying looking at this
1: my my cousin did walk up to me and uh she was showing me some like pictures she took and she looked at my screen (laughs) and she was like
0: (laughs) (laughs) was she like oh that explains it
1: and i'm like oh this is this is for work
3: (laughs) I'm working <laughs> some research. Is this like, is this like the dirty secret episode we've had? Like Barry playing Metroid Other <laughs> M. I'm playing FIFA, and Matt's playing Maple
1: <laughs> Story too. Yeah, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. No, no, no. You you're not. No, you're What's cool? I went right. back. I went back to. I went back to. Uh, so, for people who didn't know, I go to a shop, and this shop has random like uh, it's called Adventures League and then you have like random DMs and uh, players whoa, 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 from last whoa, time whoa, I don't whoa, know whoa, if people were really understand I,
3: you know yeah, you're trying no, no, to, to segue out you don't we're get skip- out of this <laughs> <laughs> we know you love Dungeons and Dragons we about Dungeons and Dragons we, know, you, we, know, we <laughs> know you're a giant nerd wait wait how, wait, wait how, but, how did you get uh-huh. to playing the Maple Story 2 though like, tell us did about you s- this story s- of Maples I I want to know though because I have not seen anything about a new version of that game like did you see it on Twitter or did you have like a note written down that it was like Maple Story 2 comes out today What do you mean? Like, it, how like, how you know,
1: did you... it comes up? B- it comes up. I was I was listening to some old school Maple Story tunes, okay? But <laughs> well, it all right. You know, it's nice and relaxing. Yeah. You, you, see all right nostalgia okay nostalgia plays an important part in the brain it it, it, it calms you down it makes you think of of simpler times when you didn't have to worry about bills this um I saw a little maple story two a uh, little little gameplay thing and I saw some of the mini games and stuff and I was like oh you know what? I'll give it a try just for the shits and giggles end up spending seven hours yesterday playing the game it doesn't matter you know what it it Are you enjoying matter. it, Matt? I had a little bit Are of
3: fun. Are you enjoying it? That's all that matters. That's I all I like how matters. you waited a second. That's I, all I, that matters. I, I, I've been
2: looking up MapleStory <laughs> 2 stuff, and I have two things to share. One of which is an article from uh, late June. MapleStory 2 is getting a Battle Royale mode.
1: <laughs> oh uh, my Mush God. King
2: Royale. Uh, releasing internationally, etc., etc. Uh, also, I wanted to share the Wikipedia page. Because someone gave up halfway when they were making it. Um, it, it. It has a plot section, but there's nothing in it.
1: <laughs> Does that mean there's no plot? <laughs> I don't
2: know, but <laughs>
3: there, there, there's there's a, a whole it's story. It's that. Yeah, October tenth, twenty eighteen. How are you in that? Oh yet? my have god! You got, like, you're right. on the inside?
1: Matt? No, are you playing on the I, Korean server? I might have. I'm. I'm. I, I might have. Uh, Bought and found this <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> Truly a, a confessional episode.
4: <laughs>
1: How much was it? It was only 25 bucks, man. That's like, that's like a, a decent a meal. A founder's you edition was $25? <laughs> maybe a large drink. Yeah, you know? I, okay, right,
2: that's that the cheapest of better. the three editions. So I think that's, that's the
0: cheapest I've ever seen any founder's edition of anything.
2: <laughs> that's the Explorer package yeah. is 25 Then there's a $60 one and a $100 one.
1: Yeah, you get like a big old mushroom chair. And a, a cat suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wasn't... I wasn't gonna didn't go. Want I was the like, cat I too. Yeah, like, I'll take, I'll like, take the hmm. unicorn. You know, maybe if I'll I'll I like stick with the unicorn game. and the but beanie, nope, not nope.
2: not the mushroom
1: couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, twenty five dollars is you know low low barrier, right, guys? It's a, it's working, a low barrier. Working, working, yeah. For, yeah. You know, yeah, but
3: it's a free to play game. You could have waited. But it's not out uh, yet. You.
0: But you could have waited a week. But we also all know that free to play is kind of a misnomer. Yeah, it's, it's no. not free to have Wait, fun well, let's... on
1: free-to-play games. <laughs> True. <laughs> Look, I'm, ho- I'm hoping. I haven't seen any crazy things yet. Okay, you know what? Maybe I've seen one crazy thing, okay? Um, other than their premium servers having some ridiculous buffs, like more XP, 5% running and mount speed, like really ridiculous stuff. The only other, the only thing that really stands out to be like a little bit like, it has me worried is that when I get onto a mount, it says, "Do you want to pay to not be attacked by other creatures oh. <laughs> <laughs> for seven days?" <laughs> and I thought that was the weirdest microtransaction I've ever Did you seen. Buy it? I was just like, "What." No, fuck oh, oh, oh,
3: so there is a line. I have limits. So there is a line.
1: I have... There is a line, okay? There is a line. <laughs> there is a line. And that that is definitely the line where I just don't don't want to cry. I played it for the podcast, okay? Sure. I played this for the sure. podcast. Cool. Mm-hmm. I believe you. I believe then you Then why too. do you want to change the topic? Oh, uh, no, because uh, Dungeons and & Dragons. And, and you guys have, like, a, an important... Announcement about the Zendra. Wait, don't, what? Do we? we? Wait, we, we do.
3: Wait, I will say, I we will do? say, we haven't made any decisions. Yeah, but we are thinking of approaching this quite seriously and making something out of it. So, whoa, 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 I, whoa. I
1: was saying all that. I was talking
3: about. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want We don't want to make any promises we can't keep. Right. Start it over. Now we just gotta cut
1: all this shit out now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will say though. Speaking of, we've had a lot of emails. Uh, way more than we thought about people who are trying to apply as if for a job position as our <laughs> dm
0: <laughs> that makes me a little nervous and
3: people have sent like their their history and their resumes and their dm experience to us and we are incredibly grateful we will at some point check that out through matt's betting, because he's well, the only and- one who knows anything <laughs> And I don't even know that much. I,
1: this is like my my second time going in.
3: Now, to be fair, I played more than that, but that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Though.
1: So it was like a different edition.
3: Yeah, I think it was the no. I can't remember. I can't dude, remember, dude. Dude. Barry, do you play Dungeons and Dragons?
2: Uh, I have played it a couple times. I don't think Are I've ever a good f- DM. I've never DM'd. I would not be a good, good DM. Good. Yeah, All right. <laughs> 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 a, th- a thousand people <laughs> <laughs> send in their emails. I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn it. Yeah. Sign okay. here. You got it. You're in a room. Uh... No. exits are north. That's there's one exit. I don't know how he got in here, but there's only one exit. Check, but You're, you find a sword of unyielding pain in your buttocks. I pick it up. George is dead. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pay respects. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: roll two. Does that mean I pay respect?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah it's sure. But not well. You okay. kind of stumble over your words, and, and George <laughs> comes back to life long enough to just kind of give you a glare and then.
1: Spook Liam. <laughs> See, now you're just making it sound so, so yeah. terrible. It, Dungeons and Dragons is is, is a, is a is, magical is. <laughs> um, with a, with an
2: experienced DM who knows how to tell a story and get their players excited.
1: Yeah, like like you 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 get in and you kind of just lose yourself in it, and you don't you don't really think that there's a there's a person actually guiding you through a freaking game. Right. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's it's, it's fun. It's good de- uh, decompression. You know what I'm saying? No? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's I, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. It. It's like doing taxes. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. George. Oh, my God. Are we going going to do George. this again? We're going to do you this asked
0: again? me. You asked me if I enjoyed it. And I answered the question.
1: You're, you're, are you going to also say that the, the, the computer can do yes. all this? <laughs> right? Wait, did George play it? L- listen, listen.
3: <laughs> I have played Dungeons &
1: Dragons. <laughs> Uh, for some reason I don't listen. believe
3: your experience was what Dungeons and Dragons is meant to be.
0: Yeah, probably not. I haven't done it with a good
1: DM, I don't think.
3: <laughs> Fuck the sub the you guy who did You did it with it some like boring
1: then. boring like DM. Ah. Like, super you mean boring. my best no. friend in
3: college? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, probably oh to God. be fair, let's probably. think about who you were friends with in college. Uh, really cool dudes? I bet.
0: <laughs> Are you a rad enough dude? Are you a rad enough dude to play Dungeons and Dragons with George? Not most people are. <laughs> so speaking of being radical and George. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've gotten to a point where I'd, I'd almost rather play games with the VR headset on. Do it. Why not? George, the, only,
3: reason, the only way you can is if you play Astro Ball.
0: Yeah, Astrobot just came out. I I'd, I'd like to check it out. I wonder if it's local. Like if you Red don't Fox. check that
3: out, considering some people were calling it the Super Mario 64 <laughs> of VR, which I think is a little bit of a hot take, but you know, it still means it it got it got fine reviews. I will admit that's a dumbass hot take, but at TGS this year, the only thing I heard people actually say you should go play was Astrobot. Yeah, and I, I I do want to. I'm looking forward
0: to that. Um, I mean, right now... Like, the reviews came out for it yesterday,
3: and they were... Somewhere ten out of ten.
0: IGN Japan gave it at a ten out of ten and hammered home that Mario sixty four comparison. There's a um Wow a, a Western journalist who was hammering it home as well on Twitter. Everyone ended up kinda making fun of them, but there are other <laughs> reviews unconnected to that guy who did make a lot of the same comparisons. The video, it does look like, like Sony Japan Studio trying to make a Mario game with a lot of VR exclusive gameplay. And I I have since that, um um, um, like kind of retro grade legacy collection VR video. I've been an advocate of uh, plugging VR features into normal third person games with normal third person control schemes and seeing what happens. And this looks like a great way to explore that kind of territory. In the meantime, Sony's been like killing it with first party releases that both are and aren't VR lately. And Astrobot is like really, I, th- I think the second big hit since Firewall. And um, that that CEO's. Lineup of, of like, high-quality, polished, first-party VR titles. Uh, Firewall actually just got patched for its matchmaking system. It moves a lot, lot faster now as of, like, I don't know, two days ago. Um, there's something from my review that's already been obsoleted by one of those patches. And I... Still can't believe how easy it is to get lost in there for hours at a time now. When VR first launched, like games were just like one to two hour long experiences that just 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 dribbled out and 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 went away and and really failed to impress people on a on an interactive level. That, more that, proofs that,
2: of concept than flushed right. out
0: experiences. And now you have these games that do last for hours that like actually require you to peek your head into weird holes and then crouch and. Peek around and, and move controllers in weird ways you couldn't before, and the, the the those features last a hell of a lot longer than they did. And I'm I'm having a ball with it.
3: Yeah, I won George to play it.
2: So I hadn't played. I I didn't I didn't know about Astrobot. I'm just watching the trailer. Um, it's basically a fully fledged version of one of the Playroom demos, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. In the Playroom, they had a little uh, platformer level where you could peek your head around to control a third-person camera while, while you're also controlling a third-person character. In the full game, apparently there are enemies who will like try to shoot projectiles at your head that will like shatter, give give a glass-shattering effect or, or spray you with goop mm. that you have to keep track of in addition to you doing your third-person platforming at the same time. And also using motion controls with your controller at the same time, which is another thing that works way better in VR because you don't have to point it at a small bounding box rectangle in the distance. Right. And I don't know. This is all just speculation. I haven't played Astrobot. Maybe next week I'll have more to talk about that. But for now, I've just been given the usual same three game routine I did last week Subnautica, Firewall, except this time I threw in Rec Room. Rec Room is getting worse whereas all these other VR games are getting better. And out of, um, like, four attempts to play games with uh, some of the, the the Discordians, I saw a lot of loading screens just straight up crash the game. Um, we had a lot of <coughs> trouble navigating menus and teaming up. You remember how you had to fist bump people to be in a party with them? I completely forgot. Uh, it wasn't until... Someone mentioned it again, that I was like, oh yeah, that's right, because there's nothing in the menu giving you that hint. Um, There's a poster on the wall of your own dorm room, if you happen to look at that on the way to your friends. But I just wanted to click through menus really, really fast and get a party going, and there was no way to know that I was supposed to do this this embodied VR action. And I kind of just wish there was a button on the menu. Meanwhile, in other games, you're seeing them embrace a, a combination of more traditional schemes and weird VR control schemes. And and on top of Rec Room seemingly forgetting to figure out a lot of the stuff I thought it had forget, fi- figured out, it's it's crashing a lot, and I I don't I don't want my games to crash a lot. I feel like there's no real way to elaborate on that argument. It just crashes a lot now, and that's bad. That's a bummer. Yeah, I I I, I what's your favorite cute anime girl game, Barry?
2: My favorite cute anime girl game. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's a surprisingly tough question. Come
0: on, burn your fat with me. Come on, burn and your fat with me. And not because there's
2: so many options, but I'm like, what games have I played that have cute anime girls in them?
1: I don't I don't know.
2: Shit. I feel like I'm betraying my weeb roots and not being like, oh, obviously, it's it's this. Yeah, because
0: didn't you like just come back from the theater yeah. watching the Boku no Hero I movie? I sure did.
2: To- it was hype as hell. Everyone was yelling. It was great. Um, nice. Nice. But yeah. yeah. That's the
3: kind of showing I want to go to, but no Japanese person would ever do that.
2: Yeah, like I, I, I was bummed because they had like two showings near me, but that just means that the theater is packed on like a Wednesday night. So, um fuck i don't I don't know what what's your waifu game I'm gonna turn it around what's your anime cute
0: anime girl game when I was doing a video on exercise games years upon years <laughs> ago, there was a cell phone app called Burn your Fat with me. <laughs> <laughs> Where a slideshow visual novel plays of 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 your your fat loser dweeb weeb going back to high school and, and and reconnecting with one of his childhood friends who grew up to be some sexy hot anime babe, and and she's like, oh senpai, you've gotten chunky, and so what you do
4: is you set your phone on your knees
0: and do sit-ups, and every time you do a sit-up, you're supposed to tap your phone that zooms in and out a picture of this anime girl, and it's, that's, that's, that's my favorite.
3: Nice. I can't believe I have an answer
0: for that.
2: Holy crap. Has there been a We Fit Trainer Pichette? I don't know why I'm saying this out loud when I know the answer is yes. Oh. I hear keyboards. Yeah, I'm- I'm-
0: I'm,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm having a
2: little- a little search.
3: Barry's gonna do to our Discord what I did last week. Hang on, hang on. Wait, guys, I- I think... Oh, no, I have a delivery at
1: the door! We better take a break! This is a sign. can save the world from It's a human being. Fate, Order, the Belt, Hello, Hello and, and welcome back
0: <laughs> um to to the Dad and Sons uh VR Maple Story the Dad's and Dragons cast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> dads and dragons. I like it. I like it.
0: Is it is it gonna be dungeons and dadgeons, or should it be dads and dragons? Oh my or... god.
3: Dad's dungeons <laughs> Dadgeons and
0: Dungeons
2: and Sunzens
0: yeah, there's So many
3: well, we got dads. We've already got dad den. So I mean we don't want to so
0: many possibilities We don't want
3: people getting too many bad ideas about the dungeons that we keep <laughs> We already keep Barry in a cage
0: right we got we got a few news stories to talk about. Then we got some uh, special berry questions for our special berry guest. But before we get into any of that, we are going to touch on a topic that we did not get around to last week because um, last week there were all the lewds we we had to talk about instead. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Sony's getting into the set-top box PlayStation Classic game. They are following up on Nintendo's strategy of releasing little plug-and-play consoles for their NES and um super famicom systems now there's going to be a playstation classic that looks like a little playstation that has an hdmi port i'm pretty i I think these are like proprietary controllers you have to rebuy your old playstation controllers i don't think they'll fit in those tiny little portholes and they have a lineup of games that strike me as a lot difficult for them to throw together than than
2: nintendo did an incomplete lineup right
3: yeah there's only well Five games so far announced? Out of 20 or something? Yeah. It says they're coming
0: preloaded with 20 classic titles including fan favorites such as <gasps> Final Fantasy 7 wow. Who'da thunk it.
1: Oh.
0: Jumping Flash Oh, yeah, Wait. okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Ridge Racer! Ridge Racer! Yeah, the the PlayStation Classic, the must-have on everyone's hey, everyone's it's, it's collection. Type four.
3: It's like it's not Ridge Racer, it's Ridge Racer Type 4, which is actually a you good got, game. You got Tekken
0: 3 and Wild Arms. Tekken fine, Wild Arms, great. Final yeah. Fantasy 7, thank you, actually. They went the extra mile for that one. Um, Jumping Flash and Rid Racer, like, yeah, okay, they kind of fit the brand, not as well remembered as some of the others on this list, but since PlayStation's strategy involves so much more, involves fostering so many more third-party relationships than what they're developing in-house, it's probably a lot harder to get a lot of the classic games that people
3: really do remember from the PlayStation on here, like... Metal Gear Solid is not on the list. I, um, I highly doubt it's going to come out without Metal Gear on it.
0: That's what's weird about the list. There's no Metal Gear. And Metal no, there's, Gear... There's, there's, no, this...
3: there's, there's no Crash
2: or Spyro, and both of those yeah. have received recent reimaginings. this is just yeah. re- five games. And I imagine... Like...
3: No, like, this is just five games. But you got to think, right? Out of the five games, two are RPGs. One's a racer. One's a platformer. One's a fighting game. It's like... The very different genres. They've chosen a game specifically from different genres to cover like the basis of what you can expect out of the twenty. So I imagine like they're not going to release this without like Crash on it or MGS. Yeah. I don't People know. People will just be like,
0: "Come on!" But that MGS deal depends on Konami playing ball, and and they are playing well, more considering balls they just now announced, than they used they to. They just but...
3: announced that Castlevania pack with Symphony uh-huh. of Night and Rondo of Blood. And Which, snakes, it, by the way, is amazing.
0: Smash.
3: Yeah. No. So. No, 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 no. But like, considering Konami have just announced that as a PlayStation Four exclusive, Sony have probably have already made some deals with Konami about some sort of re-release to do with this.
2: But why not announce it? Hmm. I I just looked it up because I was curious when the NES Mini uh, or the NES Classic was announced. They announced it with all the games that yeah. came on it.
3: And the Super Nintendo one, and the yeah, the, but the Sega the Sega one didn't.
2: They didn't. They didn't introduce the NES classic. And go, it'll
3: have Mario and Balloon Fighter and Hockey. Yeah, and these I it, I will admit, it is totally weird. Yeah. Actually, it's they very don't have fishy. Hockey.
2: They have Tecmo Bowl. But whatever. Yeah, like it's it's a very strange yeah. situation with the classic and. Yeah, like I'm someone who who I grew up with Nintendo consoles, and then the PS2 was my first Sony consoles. I don't have a PS1. Mine I'm too. in the market for a PlayStation Classic, but me too. Not but then you think about the five games they've announced.
3: But then you think about also the fact that it's HDMI, and whereas with the Super Nintendo Classic, you get away with that beautiful pixel art being blown up. Mm-hmm. But mm. I played Wild Arms on a on a CRT TV, maybe about oh, four no. years ago on a PlayStation Two, and that shit was ugly. Yeah, yeah. I'm concerned now,
2: about a a potential N64 classic as well.
3: Like Jumping Flash on a big giant forty inch 4K <laughs> TV. <laughs> uh, never mind, yeah, I don't man. want
2: it. I don't want it.
3: <laughs> like just yeah, look at screenshots I mean, of Jumping Flash, and you'll be like. I don't want it. The no, screenshots don't, don't do no. it justice. You
0: gotta
2: look at footage.
0: If I'm as interested <laughs> in this one. I mean, there's always an argument to be made about whether or not you'd want to use an emulator instead, but these early 3D polygonal games that are so dark and smudgy, even back in the day, playing them on a CRT the way it's meant to be played, they still
3: didn't look great even back no, then. No, exactly. Now, it, just blown up to huge 4K proportion. Well, not in 4K, but on 4K TVs. I, 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 think her... a lot of,
2: I think a lot of PS1 games would actually look worse than N64 games because of the way the PS1 handled... A lot of 3D where you have, like, textures just sort of jittering around. Things don't smoothly line up. And there's a Um, lot of,
3: like, attempted realism on the PlayStation compared to the N64, which is always stylized stuff.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
3: I like Wild Arms. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong. But, ooh.
2: Also, they're (laughs) releasing it with the original PS1 controller, not the DualShock. So, you don't have analog sticks
3: which is also really strange
0: weird so no ape escape no ape escape
2: no ape escape and
3: i have seen it there's lots of games that have
2: optional support but yeah
3: it was at it was at tgs it was at the tokyo game show in a box and it is very small i wonder if
0: they're gonna try to get it to up res these old games at all because that's what i was about to say with the emulator argument they
3: would have they would have said that wouldn't they
2: I
0: I don't know. It
3: might have some
2: some features. It might have like
3: you remember the PlayStation Vita has what what is the like the PlayStation Vita had um, when you were playing PS One classics on uh, just PS One games on there you had the like menu where you could like smooth out the yeah that that was. well yeah,
2: that was in the PS3 as well when you used yeah, the Yeah, so
3: like there is options they've there. already made for emulating PlayStation games that I imagine they're going to put into this, but it was never like upresing though.
2: Well, I mean, the NES and the SNES Classic both have very simple features but just to be like, oh, like fake scan lines, CRT yeah, mode yeah. and like pixel perfect and the fact that it's called the PlayStation Classic, like they didn't even give it different branding that when Nintendo's doing, they're like, "Yeah, oh, it's the classic." <laughs> it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had something similar. Yeah, Either some yeah. kind of smoothing, maybe a, a CRT filter kind of thing to it smooth out like some of those of hard a half, edges.
3: I like a half-assed response. A little Feels bit? fishy. I
2: mean, the hardware looks really good, but yeah, yeah it, it does nice. feel like a me too. Like, I mean, not that kind of me too. You know what I mean? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it looks fishy.
0: It looks like a quick and dirty imitation of a competitor's strategy, except their business model what at the time doesn't lend itself like, to that.
3: N- don't give me 20. What one game do you want to see on the... Metal Gear?
2: Tony Ox Pro Skater? With all the original soundtrack, which is never going to happen? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 is the
3: one I want. Matt?
1: I don't want to play Final Fantasy VII again. I don't. You
3: only <laughs> just recently finished it, so...
1: I... yeah, no. I've never played it. <laughs>
3: I mean, you can buy it on Steam? You know, playing. I don't
1: know if you're missing anything, I, Barry, to be honest.
3: I I feel
2: like I kind of am, but like not that whoa, 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 much. There's Matt, a lot of you, references
1: you'll get. Not yeah. yeah. really like The it, first though. disc was great. I'm just saying like, you know, you're going to go downhill after. <gasps> oh you're going to climb God. up that hill and you're going to fall, you're going to fall down there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you like? We're making fun of me for giving the first part of another game the benefit. The first part of the games and the very ending of the games well, tend to be the best parts.
1: Th- there's a difference between starting and finishing something and starting it and then dropping it. Okay, like this. I'm is not no... dropping Subnautica. I, I think, oh my god! I
2: think what you're... Matt's saying is it's no Maple Story.
1: It is no Maple Story. He is correct. Okay. I don't
2: want the... no Maple Story. Consistently good.
0: Are you are you ready to testify in front of the cameras and the media that you would rather play Maple Story than Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? Okay, I'll take that as a no comment. <laughs> Pleading the right. Um, next story. Next story. Google has announced a streaming service. This thing has been rumored about, kind of sort of known about. Um, for a few months going on past year but now it has an official name very very creatively they're calling it Project Stream um, Project Stream is going to be a streaming service that streams games into a chrome window their first title is going to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey they're actually launching this into a closed beta testing program on Friday I have put in my application and crossed my fingers because streaming is something that terrifies me that I can't like look away from like a, like a train wreck Um, they have a little blog post where they outline the traditional problems that companies have always had putting this stuff out. They say, when streaming TVs or movies, consumers are comfortable with a few seconds of buffering at the start. Because you press a play button, and that's the only button you gotta press. But streaming high-quality games requires latency measured in milliseconds with no graphic degradation. And then they don't really follow up on how they plan to solve those problems that have greatly troubled many streaming services in the past while once you scroll down on their video trailer of of Assassin's Creed Odyssey running at quote-unquote 1080p, 60fps, again with no word on what graphic settings they're pushing it down to to maintain that over a stream, there's like a lot of comments thinking they're like innovating and breaking new ground here when this is a very, very... A uh, 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 risky, rocky strategy that has failed previous companies before. Google might have the 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 they they got storage space, but man, I've been using Google Docs a lot lately, and and shits slow and laggy, and and does weird things when I try to download stuff. Apparently, I have better luck zipping files up. Completely different project than Project Stream, but I still don't have much faith that without. Without faster internet connections in in their three primary continental markets of, of America Asia and Europe it's not gonna play great nor do you have by by the necessity of, of the medium nor are you going to have the the customization options and the game development options that get so many kids learning computer skills and game development skills and programming skills that they aren't going to learn in public school when they break open their their PC games and start modding stuff around, which is something I really hope doesn't go away, because you can see a real generational gap in computer skills from 80s kids who had to program their own Commodore 64s and their Atari 5200s versus 90s kids who had the mouse-ready GUI ready to go, and we don't know shit about computers compared to them.
1: And George is gone. Um...
2: I'd like to spin my application for new dad son. Exactly. <laughs> take, take George's Spot. Can you make no, podcasts? Uh sure. Okay. Yeah. How hard could it be?
3: You're the new uncle. Our,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dad and son and uncle.
3: Uh Who's the dad? I,
0: I, I don't know if 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 we have like much to add or argue about well, here. I got, I... I got something to add to Okay, it. okay. I,
2: yeah. I actually used a fair amount of OnLive back in the day. Yeah. Which
0: Me was... too. I got it
3: for free at the Eurogame Expo in the UK. Right. When I they did...
0: started offering free one dollar games, that's when I was trying it out too. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't think
2: I spent a cent on it, which is probably partially why they went bankrupt. Uh but they you you had like free trials of almost every game, if not every game where yeah. you could just or maybe like i think it, it was, was like a rotating what
3: was it? like you could play it for free for 30 minutes or yeah, something Yeah but
2: you would just like click a button and there it is you don't have to install anything and at I the mean... time my only computer was a really crappy 2008 MacBook which had trouble running Minecraft so to play Fear 2 at highest settings on that was a miracle and yeah every now and then the picture would kind of get a little artifacty but it was really good
3: and that was in like 2010, maybe? I had it, and I lived in the UK, and it never worked.
1: Really? Wow. It
3: never worked. It it never worked. Not one time it worked. And even now, in in 2018, I tried the Resident Evil 7 streaming service on the Switch. Only in Japan. Only in Mm -hmm. Japan, and that does not work either.
0: Liam, how much was that, if you don't mind me asking?
3: Uh, I think I was, pl- I was... I didn't buy it. I was trying it on a friend's switch, and he was, like, showing it to me. It, it just does not work. I think it's, like, 20 bucks. That's maybe? too much. But it just doesn't work. <laughs> You're buying a broken product. Like, that's my problem with stuff like this.
0: Which means it should be extremely cheap, and, and that's where I want to see stream going. Mm-hmm. It should
3: be a service that you... Like a subscription service that you sign up to, and you get a free month to try to make sure a, a it works.
0: Cheap one, right? Or instead not even. of, I mean,
3: buying, buying the game and being like, "Oh, I can't even play this."
0: Thing is, demos have gone the way of of the um, middleman economy because financial research showed that they cause game developers to actually lose money the rental market has gone the way of the manufacturing sector because um netflix more or less uh, shoved them out of the business now you, you can rent games at redbox but their selection is not the same the scale of operations like like gamefly are just not on the same level of, of the mass mainstream continent-wide stores blockbuster had going and those are two holes in the market that i feel need to be filled for customers to really feel confident about the purchases they're about to be making for video games and that's what i would want to see streaming substitute for is like a demoing or rental service i i don't like the idea at all of paying anywhere above 35 i want to say for God, a no. license to a stream game that's gonna go away. That's that when the servers eventually when the service eventually closed down.
3: Even like digital games that you buy, are connected. I don't, don't want to have
0: to pause my eighteen porn torrents to to open <laughs> wow. up a new browser
2: window to play. My, that, get those
0: numbers that
3: 101 up. That one hundred and one tabs of Bowsette open.
2: Right, <laughs> right. I I don't think we're the market. For this though. I don't think we're the demographic they're seeking. If they I, I do think,
0: demos and trials. I'm into it though.
2: Oh yeah. I'm 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 down to try it the same way I was down to try On Live, but I think it's as you were saying, it's it's really good for us as like a demo kind of thing. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to try out Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Sure, I'll see what it's about. Um but I think it's mostly targeted to more casual consumers who don't want to buy a top-of-the-line gaming console, don't want to buy buy or build their own PC. They're just like, Yeah, I want to check out the new game. And I can play it in my in my laptop browser window. Um, I, I think someone like us, people like us who are more invested in this space, were willing to spend the money to have a machine to play it locally. And I I, I think like Doesn't that was what actively... I loved about OnLive at the at the time was like I didn't have a gaming PC. I didn't have a gaming PC until very recently actually. Right. Um. So it was great to be able to try these games. I would have bought them if I had more disposable income at the time. Maybe. But. And just being able to try that technology and see if it, if it worked or not was novel in its own right. So it's very interesting. I agree. I don't want this to become the way people play games, but yeah, I because think doesn't it, does... it actively just <sighs> make
3: dystopian worse?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is it, an inferior option. It is yes. an
3: inferior option. There will never even, be zero percent latency. The game feel, right, even field if the technology was perfect.
2: Agreed. Even if the technology was perfected and there was no artifacting, it was basically the same as playing it locally with just a little bit more extra input lag. It's still not ideal. Um, but that's why I don't think it's for us. But if it does something to make gaming more accessible, I'm for it. So that's how I feel. Yeah.
0: I like the idea and and the stimulus of of, like, let's say paying four bucks for a couple hours of, of demoing quick sessions of games in your browser and then the customer is like oh i like this game it's 60 dollars, and i actually need a good computer to play it on that might actually be a more cost-effective strategy in the long term to spend like 600 on computer upgrades hey i'm throwing all this money around into the economy that that fills that hole that used to be there that that the rentals and the demos were uh were filling up imagine how many people bought playstation magazine back in the day giving all those editors and writers jobs just for the demo disc they threw in the magazine bag yeah yeah
2: i i I feel you i mean i spent my entire childhood going to hollywood video and renting out games
0: it's, so. it's amazing how many, um, like, like better than mediocre but not quite, like, great classic games I've played and how many references I can get. Like, I doubt I would have bought Final Fantasy X had I known, but at least I was able to rent it and get far enough to the laughter segment, and now I know that joke! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and there's so that many games since then. it's 100% the same as my experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I waited I, I, I I it long far. enough to get to some Seymour boss fight I couldn't beat, and I was not interested in even making it past that part. But at least I got... To to be a part of the, the shared cultural experience of getting these jokes, and now there are all these weird Japanese games that have come out since then that I've really not tried that would have been great as as rentals. Like like a lot of the, the Persona games and Danganronpa games are are things that I've I've been told I would love and have tried to get into multiple times, but the barrier for like ownership versus renting is just like a little kind of a psychological block
2: for me. Well, the, the substitute for rentals has become the, the race-to-the-bottom pricing model where everything goes on yeah. sale two days after it goes out to the public. Which so, release developers like. No, I, I, I wouldn't like it if I was a developer, but as a consumer, you have very little reason to purchase at launch. That's like Whereas back in the day, games just cost X dollars, and either you would rent it or play a demo or something if you didn't want to throw down that cash. But now it's like, oh, I want to play a Don'gon Romba or whatever. Like, I'll just wait a year. Don'gon Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Yeah, I just <laughs> I'll just wait until it's not full price and be like, yeah, I could check it out. Uh, all right. Um. So next story.
0: Oculus has announced the Oculus Quest. It is a standalone VR console. Really, like I think, kind of the first of its kind. Um. It is. I'm wondering how to sum it up quickly. They're marketing it as a wireless VR headset, but it's not exactly wireless in the traditional sense that you are transmitting the video image from your computer to the headset wirelessly. There is a uh, um, um, almost Nintendo Switch-sized uh, uh, Carmack is claiming it's on par with the Nintendo Switch's hardware specs. phone sized mobile-sized graphics processor in the headset itself that's rendering the graphics that are coming into the headset. So sure, it's wireless. Probably not the kind of wireless VR a lot of us were hoping for, but this, um, thing is gonna be launching with a $400 price tag with a lot of the current must-play VR titles, stuff like Superhot, Moss, and Robo Recall, Uh, and I have seen at least people in my Discord channel say that it looks like a more attractive entry-level VR option than buying one for their computers, because this would cut out the necessity of upgrading their computers for VR. But at the same time, you're still kind of facing that console conundrum of of worrying about it going obsolete really fast. I still think $400 is a lot to ask for from from normal working-class people.
2: Agreed, but it does come with two controllers, which is nice. I don't think yeah. the newer Vive does. Or this I could be is like what
3: that. I would be interested in buying.
0: Really? Okay. See, see, now we're making some grounds Because I have, right. you know,
3: I have a laptop. It's it's fine for playing, you know, mediocre games on it and stuff like that. Whereas something like this that takes away needing all of that. <laughs> lowering that barrier of entry without worrying yeah. whether it's going to work or not $400 though Yeah but that's the same as buying a PlayStation VR It's yeah. it's a
0: it's a console you'd be buying a
1: console I think Yeah
3: well that that's why it's kind of okay and what how much was the the go uh, The go was
1: 200
3: Okay. 250 somewhere around
2: there. I mean, is it so inaccurate to think of it as its own console? I think that's what they're trying to bill it as.
0: I think that's I, what they're trying yeah, to do. yeah. yeah it's like the first ever VR it, console, though, isn't it? Which which I I I would welcome and embrace. I guess I just feel more confident if it was from a brand we know and trust, like PlayStation.
2: What's, do what's we wrong, know wrong? if the Quest lets you put any game on it, or is it locked to their marketplace?
0: I don't even think there's any word right now on whether or not it'll it will interface with the PC.
1: Oh, oh, oh! It might be. It might be locked because the regular one is kind of locked. Sort of. The regular wrist. So everything locked? might be on um, using their uh, Oculus Home software. Yeah, you got to use Revive to play Steam games on it. Wait, I is that, played... is that actually how it works? man? No, 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 no. Oculus, you can just you can just use uh, Steam VR and it just works. Okay. When you want to play Oculus games, you have to use Revive to play uh, Oculus games on your Vive. Oh. That's the other way around. Yeah, I haven't used Oculus
2: since, like, DevKit 2. So back then you were just downloading random zip files and seeing what (laughs) would
0: happen when (laughs) you ran it. So. (laughs) Is very, <laughs> the
3: roller very coaster hacky. demo. That one, yeah. right. As
0: as much as I prefer PC gaming as my primary platform, honestly, shit like that is what turned what I think turned me ultimately off from getting one of the PC headsets is is There's this small garden.
3: It's kind of like the Wild oh, West. I gotcha. It is kind of like the Wild West, and it was for a real long time. Just people making shit that was like like good tech demos of what you could potentially do with it. Whereas, you know, with games like Astro Bot and uh, Firewall and games that are made from studios that Sony are putting their faith and money into, you are seeing like a, not a standard develop, but definitely like a, oh, you just can't like download some random file and it might work or it might not. Which makes it feel like you don't really own a product, you own like an experimental piece of technology. Whereas with the PSVR, you know what you're getting. You're getting, like, something that works. That you, you can, can pop plug in into your PlayStation, and... get the, like, Batman game and stuff like that. And Star just Wars. Just immediately start. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No. You got licenses. You got yeah. high quality. You've got stuff that's
3: purposely of... being built for the PlayStation VR headset, whereas you have everyone else sort of just experimenting with the technology and being like, well, you know, what can we do from here? What can we make? Uh, and uh, then release on the Vive or the Oculus or both, um, you know.
2: I think Oculus is trying to take it from that Wild West world and be like, nope, now it's a confined thing. You enter our bubble and you get an experience.
3: Yeah, Yeah, having their own platform means that they can be like a first-party publisher and they can give to other studios like the guys who made like Beat Saber and stuff like that and be like, hey, please make a game specifically for our... You know our quest Uh, you know it has to run on this like here's all the specs like this is the limitations Mm -hmm. you have make it so it automatically runs without people having to fuck with it you know make a good game with this money and then it will (laughs) make people want to buy our thing above everyone else
0: so i just looked it up while you mentioned it i i typed in google beat saber oculus quest because i don't think they made any official announcements but there is a tweet on the beat saber twitter account that uh responds to a fan who asked super excited about the quest but where's the beat saber launch title announcement they just replied with three winks <laughs> um, <laughs> beat saber yeah. is fucking beat great. saber so yeah beat saber and super hot are supposedly i have not yet played super, beat, beat saber, saber but super is Superhot also coming to PlayStation a,
3: VR so it
0: is and but thank god super hot's there cuz like super hot is in my opinion like like Super Hot was VR's Mario sixty four moment. Super Hot was when it like clicked in my head, and I was like, "Oh my god, you can do yeah. a lot with this." I've only All that
2: played sweat. The, I've only played the the plebeian two dimensional looking at a box version of Super mm. Hot. It's a
0: totally different game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: moving totally, your your body
0: yeah. to move time is it is the better is game. Different from moving wow. the buttons. I,
2: like I it was a good game. To, yeah. when I played it, so it, was it a makes you anyway. feel like John yeah. Wick. Yeah, both both are great,
0: but it it's funny how fundamentally different plugging the same uh, uh, rules into a different control scheme makes it play. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I I don't own any VR headset, so like yes, I'm potentially some in the solidarity.
3: market. Well, yeah, like I, even though
2: I I built a pretty decently beefy PC uh, last year, uh, I I I might end up getting something like a Quest. The idea that I mean the the fact that it's wireless. Is a big thing. And it's not, it's, and the fact that it's localized means there's not any extra, like that's what scared me about wireless Vive add ons and stuff is it's like, well, Mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to be wireless. So that has me scared. But if it's all literally strapped to your head, it doesn't need wires. It's not like you're introducing a wireless component to it, it just doesn't require any. And I um, think
0: like true wireless video data transfer is still quite a few years away. Yeah. Making a wireless version of the HTC Vive is is a kind of real cutting edge concept right now. Oh, Something probably, everyone
3: wants. Ex- it probably exists. And will, it does and exist. in laboratories,
0: but yeah. not in like no. the developer
1: studios. And I don't oh, no. know. They I have that, they have add-ons they, for that. Yeah, they've, they've, they've released stuff. for that.
2: Yeah. 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 My
3: friends have I feel have like it's wireless? like I would also do the same with Quest because for for as much as I would like to think I would like to experiment and stuff like that, I don't, I can't do what George does and like fuck around for hours trying to get a game to work. I would just lose all interest. I just want it to work. No, oh, I love immediately.
0: That shit. I so love like with the Quest.
3: The idea of having, like, a standardized thing where they have to go through certification like they do with, like, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. So, you know, those companies are guaranteeing that it's going to work on that platform and that you're not going to have to fuck around for a few hours trying to get it to work or you're not sure the if you PC can experience. run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, the more streamlined console experience. I don't want to say console experience. I just mean, like, like it's a product. You're buying a product. Products that you know a, will a work, not a Tool. polished product. Yeah, yeah, not like a Hoover that you have to put together and it might <laughs> clean your house. <laughs> I mean, I it mean, might I be the best Hoover ever, but
1: not having to think about cords being in your way, yeah, is is going to be something.
3: It, it'll actually feel
0: a little different. I, it I will because you're consciously without a wire. Yeah, you're, you feel you're already grounded. conscious of
1: the wire and yeah. moving yeah. around the wire. Mm-hmm. Especially when you play like when we were playing a um, a rec room, you know, you, you've gotten so accustomed to it. So when you don't have the wire, you can fall back if you want to. You, you can move your arms. Also, you, you know, in my tiny Japanese
3: apartment, it'll actually work. Oh, Yeah,
1: yeah. Except so having to move around the whole setup.
0: There's a market for this thing. I just worry if about the four hundred dollar price tag and the, you know, lack of Oculus being a name we know and trust over over decades of experience. And that there will probably be a quest to like a year later or a year and, <laughs> and I'm a half later. Worried yeah. about the specs, yeah, because because yeah. even even something vision. on on the Switch level is going to have to push games hard to render two of those frames and do the processing. And it's
3: Let's like 1440p. Let's be 100% honest with that Gear, that VentureBeat article. It's never going to compete with the Nintendo Switch. It's I don't think... I think
0: John Carmack chose his words very poorly. It's not designed to it. compete with the Switch's market.
3: I, I don't even know... I, I don't even he, he know what... He meant on it's, a
0: technical level. Graphical fidelity. I think, that the, yeah,
3: maybe from a technical standpoint, it's yeah. going to be a Switch in a VR box. Like, I mean, we all know the Switch... Can output surprisingly more than anyone thought, but obviously it's not a PlayStation Four. It's not a PC. Um, and PlayStation
0: Four is still like some shitty-looking VR games.
3: Yeah, and exactly.
2: It's a, and it's so, a much lower-resolution screen than.
3: Yeah, so uh, getting the quest to the quest run has. some pretty intensive stuff at a high resolution is going to have to require well, some pretty pretty good technology.
0: But it seems like they at least. Are, are gauging that there's market interest in a standalone VR console at a $400 price tag, it seems. And I think that might be what m- will be more important in the long run. Maybe this thing won't succeed, but their next stab at tapping that market might.
2: They're kind of figuring
0: out John what Kong they Mac need just wants right, yeah. to do. What he wants. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the final section. We are going to. Submit some fan questions That are purely from Twitter this time Given the special nature of our special guest I have selected three Responses from 21 Responses that I believe Are, are gonna be pretty pretty, pretty Fun to uh, hear him him Tackle here Let's do uh, it. Barry are you ready? Yeah Hell yeah Herman C wants Hi, you Herman. to explain The Grumps appeal to people Outside of the Grumps YouTube Sphere <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: how do you explain it to someone who doesn't um, get it? No no, 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 no! Don't don't explain that because that's kind of simple. Explain how you explained what your job was to oh my people God. at parties.
2: It's awful. It's 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 literally like people when people ask you what you do and it's like okay, how much time you got? Because there's <laughs> no easy answer. I mean, even now that I'm I'm mostly streaming, I'm still like I make. Videos on the internet and people are like, okay, and I'm like usually about video games and they're like, Okay. And then their eyes glaze over and they're like, How do
1: you make money?
2: That's 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 where every conversation ends up, is just like, well, how do you pay your bills? And I'm like, oh there's ad revenue and uh, just because oh, the they, they
1: say, Oh, like ninja.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. They have no idea who ninja is. Um <laughs> It's just like, oh, you mean like sometimes I watch my my, my TV show on YouTube? I'm like, yeah, kind of.
0: Your TV show on yeah. YouTube? <laughs> oh, no. Who did you I, have I, to call it a TV show I to? Watch,
2: I watch uh, clips of, of Jay Leno on the YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> lots, lots of... I mean, at this point, a lot of my extended family have just kind of stopped asking. And they're like, he just does stuff. It's fine. <laughs> you generate wealth. I just... Yeah, apparently. Um... <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's like, okay, so I, I left Grumps almost a year ago, which is kind of insane. Um, a year ago? Yeah, it was late
3: December of oh, last holy year. Holy fucking shit. time has, has fled. Oh my god. We are yeah, just well, rocketing into year. the grave collectively. That messed me up a little bit. Yep,
2: yeah, same. Um, I mean, the way I always kind of broke it down for people who weren't aware is it's like, well, it, it's, it's kind of, it's easier to explain to a younger generation because the, the point of comparison is always, it's like... When you were younger and you had a bunch of friends over and you're all playing a game together and hanging out and shooting the shit. It's basically that experience, but kind of virtually and you can never talk. You're just hearing other people (laughs) shoot the shit, Uh, which I think has made it easier to explain versus a singular Let's Play, which is just watching one person, which is a little bit. It's like one more step removed from that personal experience. A lot of people have had. But for someone that didn't grow up playing games, it's a really weird conversation. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like, you just have to watch a clip of them being funny and either they get it or they don't. That's, that's really, all. it's like either you are in the the audience for this or you're not. There's a very clear divide. I you, think.
1: you ever, um, put on the clip to, to see if they would laugh and then they don't laugh <sighs> and it's a little awkward.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I ever actually did show a clip. I mean, like to <laughs> friends I would, People like peers, but to like, you know, my great uncle. No, I'm not. Because it's like literally I would hit play and be like, this fucking piece of shit. And I'd be like, yeah, they swear a lot.
1: <laughs> so, but. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, nice. I remember uh, uh, my cousin asked like, you know, what do you, what's the pod? You do a podcast? And I was like, yeah. You know, like <laughs> What is it about? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, and this, what, what's the name? Dad and son Ed, <laughs> <computer laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I would, I would get that. The, uh, they'd be like game grumps. I'm like, yeah, like it's video games and you're grumpy. And they're like, okay, just. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you kind of want to separate yourself from
0: from a different kind of being grumpy about video games sort of sort of channel, you know? Yeah.
3: Ooh. I also can't imagine you being very grumpy, Barry. I, they're never grumpy. No one's grumpy. That, no one's that grumpy. Well, on game grumps. It's it's, it's
2: it's it's like elated enjoyment and complete compressed rage. Those are the, the emotions. It, that's not it, really it grumpy. It strikes me as like exasperation. Yeah,
0: more yeah, than that's, like that's, like being grumpy by default. But you get yeah. the
2: alliteration. You get the GG yeah, yeah. game it's grumps. Magic. Yeah. Good title.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Inflatable cat asks, can you tell us about your college experience and how game design has impacted the way you view games? How game design has impacted?
2: Well, yeah, so I, I, I went to NYU. I was born and, born and raised in Los Angeles, and I went to New York for college, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I just want to go live somewhere else, at least, that. Yeah. And, um, it took me two years of bouncing around between different programs and even colleges within New York University, uh, before I wound up in Gallatin, which is the school of individualized study, which is a very hipster way of saying it's hipster school uh, uh, and you make your own major. Um, I've seen the campus. Yeah. You've, see, you've been to NYU? I, I,
0: I've ridden past it
2: and city buses uh, out there. Because it's not much of a campus. It's just kind of like a cluster of buildings around a public park. Uh, you go to, like, Columbia, and you're like, oh, this is a college campus. And NYU is like, we just own a lot of buildings. Today. I'm kind of used to that. Georgia State University is like that. Oh, yeah. It's just like, like yeah, in I'm downtown assuming it's yeah. Campus. Yeah. 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 Um, But so, yeah, at Gallatin, their whole thing is every student there creates their own curriculum. And you take classes. You can take, I mean, Gallatin itself offers classes, but they kind of encourage you to take classes in other schools. And sort of use every tool at your disposal to be like, I am going to study a thing that does not currently exist at this school. And then before you graduate, you have a two-hour conversation called your colloquium with faculty members of your choosing (laughs) where you basically argue your case. And you're like, this is what I spent years doing. Please let me graduate. And they give you a pass or a fail. It's really weird, but I got a lot out of it. It it really rewards you the more you sort of care about your education. And up until that point, I was like, I don't know. I'm taking math because I'm supposed to. I'm taking English because so I'm supposed to.
0: How has playing games changed? Do you notice a lot more tricks that you didn't before? And, and do you want to notice those tricks? Or would you rather them stay magical and unknown?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, like, as a kid, I think, like a lot of people, games were this magical black box that you just couldn't fathom how these exist. Like, you look at a movie and you're like, I don't know how they made those special effects, but I shot a home movie with my friends. I get the idea. I get the mechanics behind this. Uh, but a game, it's like, how does this become a thing? Um, and the the more I learned about games, I mean, again, I, I took a lot of classes at M- NYU's Game Center, which uh, was just starting while I was there. Now it's a much more fleshed out program with like majors and minors and a master's system, a master's degree, master system. Um, and... Uh, yeah i i I, their focus at least at the time was much more on design and theory rather than actually making games there were game design courses but they were very much focused on pen and paper um just like rapid iteration just learning principles of game design not we're gonna spend three weeks bug testing they're like we want you designing stuff and figuring out how these things work um so that became my background of just looking at like systems and how changing this thing over here affects things over here and how these things interact. And again, I want to stress that this was only my life for like a year and a half of my college experience. I didn't spend four years doing this. It took me a while to to kind of land uh, where I did. Um, but yeah, like from that point on, I I think I definitely kind of tuned my brain a little bit where... I can still usually turn my brain off if I'm like, you know what? I don't want to really worry too much. Like, like the new God of War came out earlier this year. I was like, I'm just going to sit down and play God of War. And I just, I really,
3: I really struggle with that. I was, I, some, it depends on
2: the game, but a lot of times I can sort of turn it off. And then it's once I put down the controller, then that part kind of kicks back on. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, now I need to process that experience. I can't walk away and just be like, it was good. Like my brain's just kind of looking at things like that now. Um, and I have a lot of friends yeah, that so feel the same way. While
3: I'm playing, to just be like, "Let's think about this later. Let's think about the problems <laughs> and the stuff you would change later. Let's let's just play the game first, and then we can." I, I think
2: yeah. the 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 more frustrated I am, the more I'm likely to be like, "Okay, why do I hate this so much? What is cause? What is the the focal point of this anger?" But if I'm like like I really enjoyed uh, God of Norse, as I kind of want to call it, because God, God of War, God of War, boy, um. I really enjoyed Boy. it, so it, was, it wasn't, It was that's just a recent example, but um, I, I don't know. I, to me, it enriches my experience playing games. I think for a lot of people, they want to retain that illusion of this is just a magical thing that appeared, but I really like thinking about games as these living pieces of art that you poke and they poke back, and learning how all that fits together is is very satisfying, and there's no depth to that which is very fun as well. Like, there's always something new you can say about any game. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. But I I looked at games (laughs) a lot, and I had really smart people tell me about games, and now I look at games and go, maybe I can try to say something smart.
0: Um, Aaron R. asks, Barry, what's the one thing you learned while working for the Grumps? Which I guess, like, implies what's the one uh, most important thing you learned while working for the Grumps?
2: What's the most important thing I learned? Um that's that's tough. Uh I mean, I was there for f- like 5 years. It's a lot a lot of things learned. I mean, I learned a lot of skills. Um and I think I I I had a really bizarre trial by fire where my first significant job out of college ended up propelling me into this public <laughs> stage. Um because I've I've had many jobs yeah. throughout my life, and just all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you have you have Twitter followers now, and I'm like, why? I edit, I mean, I, I, sh- <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I present other people being funny. I'm not doing anything. I'm a funnel for other people, but people started caring about what I was doing, and it was very bizarre. Um, and and so I think being able to sort of learn how to navigate today's internet social media climate. Through the very particular lens I did where like I made my Twitter, I think in early 2012 and then I joined Grumps in late 2012. So it's like I didn't even have that much of a public online persona pre Grumps. Um, And I think uh, I think it's you see a lot of people getting themselves into trouble because they just sort of treat their their Twitter the same before and after they achieve some sort of Internet notoriety Um, like James Gunn, I think, is a fairly recent example. Where you're like people yeah. are digging up old tweets of theirs, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, delete your tweets, guys. <laughs> just delete, delete your all of your social media. Just never use it again. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's like the most important thing, but that's something that jumps out to me is like I, I think it's a very useful skill that not many people consider a, a an important part of work today, as an internet person, but kind of knowing how to navigate these spaces and. Not burn bridges by just being a dumbass. So, which which is apparently
0: an actually valuable skill to know now. Yeah, which I don't know.
2: I don't know what <laughs> don't the takeaway is. Don't market your
0: internet persona as a dumbass, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to try to market yourself as a polite, cool dude. Yeah, being polite and cool <laughs> is fun and hip. So, All right, well that's kind of a weird note to to end it on. <laughs> Sorry but.
3: about that. No, it's, it's, it's the best advice in 2018 anyone really could be offered.
2: The internet is forever. Don't, don't tweet anything you don't want to be on yeah. your tombstone.
3: internet's not going anywhere your tweet history will be found by someone. <laughs> and with all due respect
0: and all due realism, every tweet you make is a product you are publishing under your name to the public. Right. That's how I've always interpreted
3: it as. And I don't it particularly seems like... worry about my Twitter because I started using Twitter when I became a bit more mature and stuff like that, whereas mm-hmm. like my <laughs> Facebook history, I don't even want to fucking think oh, about I'm, that I'm shit. I'm so oh, glad... My.
2: I'm so glad the services I used as a kid just don't exist or don't have a record, like AIM. Like, oh my god, if those chat yeah. logs exist somewhere, I hope oh, those servers explode.
3: My. Yeah. That would be awful. Oh my god.
0: It's just another reason <sighs> to feel bad for the kids these days.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mostly say this to, to like, preach to a younger audience. Just be
3: smart. Think about what you're doing. <laughs> be like oh, Matt. Do- Tweet once a week.
1: Oh, come on come on I know, I've, been, it's I've been giving my, my effort in I've been putting <laughs> some elbow grease in you, there. you're
0: spending all that time playing MapleStory instead oh of uh, you know, you of know tweeting uh, penetri- about
1: that I'm playing MapleStory hey guys I'm playing MapleStory it's kinda you watch good me stream
0: Maple Story. <laughs> <laughs> do it I'm accepting donations from my MapleStory not I,
3: I cannot wait for this episode to go live and for that subreddit of Guild Wars to be updated with What's Matt Visual doing these days? <laughs> Playing Maple <Mabel's> story
1: <laughs> Oh my god Oh my god, no I don't, I'm want, so I don't, sorry, like, I don't need that to be canon, please
0: I'm, I'm so sorry, Liam <laughs> And last but not least, I am so sorry, Barry for Barry. Uh, coming on the show, thank
3: you very much I'm
2: very sorry to have been here Thank you Thanks,
3: Barry <laughs> uh, You was can get back in Barry. the cage now
2: Yep, yeah, I'm gonna lock th- myself in
0: apologies to everyone including you our beloved listeners unfortunately it is time to say goodbye
1: uh uh su- subscribe like comment like rate like, rate us 5
3: like comment subscribe dig up tweet history
1: george has some pretty <laughs> bad ones <laughs> dig up his stuff
3: no i don't